Brought to you by Ken Garp, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway and coming your way live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium's President's Lowe's with BYU fans joining us here in the house. Welcome to BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, BYU Football's Facebook Live as well. We'll be on BYU Football Facebook tonight just momentarily. We are on KSL News Radio and the network. Greg Rubel with Mark Lyons and the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Satake, for our second to last show of the year already somehow. BYU plays game 11 this week. The 10th game saw BYU's sixth win and Kalani in the world of college football. Six wins means something special so congratulations again on bowl eligibility for BYU's 12th consecutive season and that is worth a round of applause. Thank you. You talk a lot about how the uh, the path was laid before you to just kind of continue to walk down, but it, it it and somebody once told me winning college football games is not easy, and so to get six in the ten for as far as you've uh, traveled this year and everything else uh, deserves a lot of merit, and so uh, so way to go. And and what's here? What, what's on from here now that you got the six wins? Well, let's try to get seven. You know, that's <laughs> the. Uh, um I don't know, just telling the players that we'll have more fun if we get the seventh and the eighth. And um, But, you know, the, the truth is just really excited uh, for the opportunity to play another game with this group and uh, to take advantage of the extra practices that we get, uh, especially for the young guys and the, their development. Starting to see a lot of the players, especially the red shirts, are starting to um, mature a little bit under our scheme and under our offense and our defense. And... Um, you know, you can kind of see it a little bit with our D-line, the scheme that we're asking them to do, and it's providing a lot more uh, success in stopping the run. And so that kind of goes with every position that we're trying to, with the, the new schemes that we're bringing in, just having uh, more time to spend and, and practice with it's going to be really good for us. Did you anticipate this would be a season of uh, learning as you go for a lot of these guys, kind of learning on the fly what you wanted from them? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so, but I, I, I don't, I mean... You hate saying that you want to learn the scheme and get it down, and um, I think we're all impatient. Uh, we want to win more games, and obviously um, just really happy that the guys played hard, um, but we have to find ways, and myself as a coach and our coaching staff have to find ways to win those close games and uh, give our guys an opportunity so that we can get better from now till next year, but also looking to get better this week and improve. I thought we got better from last week, and um, saw some really good things, but also uh, some things to keep working on and uh you know we, we get to be home again this week and so our guys are really excited for it and uh they practiced uh with a lot of motivation to get it done a guy once told me uh coach that a good thing about uh, your first year of being a head coach it only happens once and so yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> and you were saying your coaches still have to get things together and get things straight along with that the team and uh, by the time you're in the 10th game of the season you would think everything's pretty much uh, ready to roll. Is that the way it is, or is it uh, still things to do? Well, I think they're, they're a lot more comfortable, but uh, we're still trying to establish our culture and, and uh, the way we work together. Um, this is the first time the staff has been together, so I imagine that it'll be a lot better next year. You right. know, I'm going through it again. I mean, there's some things that uh, we'd like to take back and to learn from and, and to keep improving on as a staff, so... Uh, definitely we're, we're always evaluating ourselves and uh, kind of self-scouting what we do defensively, offensively, and special teams-wise. And um, I think if you keep working on that, it's not you just do it at the end of the season. You do it while the season's going on. And 
that's my job as a head coach is to make sure that we're progressing the way that we want to develop into a championship caliber team. Well, you mentioned that uh, you learned some things and you got better at some things. Well, the pass game was great this week. Uh, you know, uh, Taysom threw for, uh, what, 79.3% and uh, Tanner threw for 84%. Uh, Taysom had the two touchdown throws. So uh, everything seemed to be much more in sync. Everything was working much better. Why do you think that is? Well, I think they're more comfortable in the scheme, and, and, and uh, there's a lot that goes into the, the passing game. And, um, you know, we saw some really good um, pass protection from our offensive line, and then Taysom was able to create some extra time. And I'm not saying that it was perfect, but it was a lot cleaner. And mm-hmm. then if you're watching the game, it just felt clean no matter who was throwing the ball. And so. Our receivers are actually running the routes, crisp, uh, you know, crisp routes, and, and being in the places that they're supposed to be. And our quarterbacks are going through the right progression as far as their reads go. And and when that happens, it's a really accurate, um, accurate offense. And that's what Ty Detmer does. I mean, he he understands how the the passing game works. And uh, obviously, we wish this was working this way earlier in the season, but um, it's what happens when you put it all together, and yeah. it comes together a lot better. And uh, it took it took a while. I mean, we saw flashes of it here and there, and mostly in our two minutes offense and everything. Right. But um, it's here, so let's let's hold on to it and let's keep building on it. Ten games is a nice round number, and so heading into the break, maybe uh, coach a question to you about through ten games, what's something that uh, you expected would happen and did, and maybe something you maybe didn't expect would happen and, and did for this season, your first year at BYU. Well, I, I expected the guys to compete, um, seeing what we had. Uh, before the season, the spring ball and off season, um, I thought we got bigger and stronger. I wanted to see us compete, at the, especially at the line of scrimmage, and I thought we did that. I thought our, um, I was really pleased uh, knowing that our scheme is effective and it can it can work. Um, you know, obviously we want to be more explosive as a unit rather than just um, in flashes. But as we start keep as we start working together and keep working together and get and, and progressing, the guys get more comfortable in their scheme. Uh, I think you can expect to see some great things on, on the field, and hopefully we continue that, what we did last week to now. Did anything take you by surprise this season? Anything um, unexpected? And, and it could be a pleasant surprise, not, not necessarily a negative thing, but uh, something you did maybe no, didn't anticipate. I, I keep talking about the fans. that They're just the best that there are. I mean, that's – I keep saying it over and over again, but that, that they just keep impressing me. You know, the fact that, uh, that those fans showed up on Saturday, our, our players really appreciate that. And, um just have so much love for them it's crazy mm-hmm. so uh, i can't say that it surprised me i knew that they that we had the support to begin with but um it's just overwhelming how, how wonderful and how nice it is to be able to coach with the fan base that we have in, in cougar nation we get good crowds here every week too i think you feel the love when you come up here to the president's loge every uh every yeah Tuesday yeah i yeah. definitely do you know uh it, it's always warm up here though so <laughs> but i think it's because all the love that's in here right guys <laughs> <laughs> we're heading to break we'll tell you we're brought to you by bam bam's barbecue authentic central texas right here in utah county bam bam's does barbecue the right way low and slow bam bam's located at 1708 south state street in aura this is byu football with kalani sitake on the news in Cougar IMG. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. Snap, Hill pulls it away from Canada, finds the far edge, 15-10-5, and into the end zone, touchdown, Taysom Hill on the first series of the game, a 16-yard touchdown run, and the Cougars open up on top 6-0. 
BYU fans need tickets to see the football team live at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Get upper sideline tickets for only $15 for this Saturday's game by using the promo code GREG. They say all caps GREG at BYUtickets.com. That's $15 sideline tickets, upper sideline for BYU and UMass this Saturday. Fans, welcome back to BYU football with Kalani Satake on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Football Facebook Live. Go to the BYU Football Facebook page, and you'll see us uh, You'll see us on your screen is how it's going to work. All right, welcome back to the show, BYU and UMass. So this Saturday, it's a noon kick, and uh, it'll be a first-ever meeting between BYU and Massachusetts. They'll meet again here next year. And then the Cougars go uh, back east for two consecutive games at Gillette Stadium, where UMass plays a lot of their home games in the Patriots' home stadium. Uh, Kalani, you're pretty well into UMass at this point of the week. Uh, what are some impressions you have uh, looking at this 2-8 and eight team right now? Well, they're really well coached, and, and if you look at the um, what they're doing, they're trying to establish their identity also on, on uh, as a team, and um, they've, they've actually battled and had some really close games and put up some good numbers yeah. against some really good teams, so um, you know, we're, we're expecting their best shot, having that extra week to, to prepare for us, and so... Um, you know, we just we got to fix the things that we're uh, that I know that we 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 uh, are deficiencies on, on on as a team. But um, scouting them, we can't take them lightly. And then obviously, you know me, I'm always about respecting our opponents. So uh, we're expecting their best, and hopefully, we can give them ours uh, where, this Saturday. Where do you think you're deficient right now? Um, well, I'd like to see us make plays and make better decisions. To be honest with you, uh, um, some of the penalties that that kill drives and and um, some of the sacks that we took. Uh, the, the I mentioned this before on the on the post game, the post game yeah. that, that um, we took some sacks that were we shouldn't have taken. I've lost about 17, 17 yeah. yards, and another one that Taysom took towards the end where he uh, fumbled the ball, tried to get rid of it, and actually fumbled and turned the ball over. And so. Um, and we're in scoring position, you know, and then having a, a, a high snap, um, taking away another touchdown. I mean, there's a lot of things that we did that, that we can we can uh, improve on. So just better decisions, penalties that we, we had, we didn't need them. There was a couple penalties on kickoff return, which is not like us. We, we haven't done that all year. And then if you watch it on film, it was just... Um, not great decisions. I mean, beating a guy but then trying to hold him down, that's a hold. You can't do that by trying to keep him on the ground. You have to let him up and then knock him down again. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it just it just uh, just stuff like that. And, uh, uh, you know, um, Saitautu got a personal foul and Mike Davis got a P.I. So there's a lot of things that I think that we didn't really help ourselves and, um, and that helped them extend drives and help them uh, – get some momentum so uh we, we need to fix those and the crazy thing is done by a lot of guys with a lot of experience with uh their veterans so that that needs to improve and that's that's where i see it and that always i'm going to always talk about our technique uh that we can always improve on the technique uh, technique and just keep buying into what we're teaching them and i think that it becomes it becomes really effective if they just buy into what we're doing and they, they are but um the more and more we work with it, the more natural it becomes, and it just becomes second nature for them. The other side of that is you played a lot of young people, a lot of backup players that haven't had a chance, and boy, that really helps a lot of things. Those guys get to see themselves on film. They get all excited about it. I bet K.J. Hall was uh, having a lot of fun in films, but uh, also how does that help your next week in practice? Well, it it obviously motivates them, but um, if if you think about it, these guys work so hard um, all year long and, and, and just for the opportunity and the chance to get on the field. And so when whenever we, we can to uh, have the uh, ability to put them on the field, we're going to try to do that. 
um, especially when we have the game at hand. You know, we feel like we're having a good, uh, we, we have control of the game. And so um, th- that right there is motivating because when you work hard and, and you know that your role is a backup player, um, you never really hope for someone to get hurt so you can play. So you, you hope that it comes in an opportunity where you're winning and you're, you're beating the team pretty handily and you can get those reps um, because that's what you've worked so hard for. And it's actually seconds that they work for. Mm. And now they get to capitalize on it and, and, gain, and make tons of improvement from watching themselves yeah, on film. Right. Coming up next, it's a couple of segments with tonight's player guest, Corbin Kalfusi. As we head to break, uh, Kalani, what would you like to share with our audience here and out in listener land? about your fine defensive end and part-time big man for Dave Rose, Corbin Kofusi. <laughs> I love him. Uh, I've known him, you know, I was a graduate assistant and he was a uh a lot shorter than me um, <laughs> back in the day, and uh, I remember going to his home. and, and He has a wonderful. He has a wonderful family. Um, his parents, Steve, obviously our defensive line coach, his mom, Michelle. Um, he comes from a great family and great gene pool. They should have had twenty sons, <laughs> but uh, um, just love him. He's a great example of what you want. I, I say this about a lot of our guys, but he's a humble young man, and, and uh, uh, he's got a bright future. And I know the basketball team really misses him, but. Uh, we needed him on, on, on our team, and I, I love watching him. I mean, I, I went to the basketball games, and I couldn't help but think how great of a the end he would be for us, and Mika would be a great tight end. And, uh, you know, I mean, T.J. Haas, I'm sure, can play receiver for us. I mean, there's, there's so many great prospects on that basketball court that I saw last night. So uh, uh, I, I promised Coach Rose I wouldn't. Yeah, from, easy. From easy now. Group. No, but the basketball team looks great. And uh, I'm just happy that, that, that we were able to get Corbin here. And he's a huge, uh, literally, I mean, he's huge. But he, he's a, a great addition for us uh, because of his character and uh, obviously because of his playing ability. I was interviewing Princeton's head coach before the game last night in the Princeton locker room, and he says, please tell me 44 is not playing tonight, right? I said, I said no, no, no not, for, not for a few more weeks yet. So uh, he, he was relieved to hear that. We'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, Corbin Kafusi as we continue. Well, I'll tell you that when you shop at Smith's, getting more for your money is simpler than you might think, and you'll earn fuel points to help you save at the pump. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. We're coming to you live from the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen on University Parkway. Our thanks to them and the this is BYU football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and Facebook. You're tuned to BYU football with Kalani Sitake. Bounces off a tackler, stays on his feet, he's going to go! Now, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Snap is back. The hold is good. The kick is on its way. It's a fake by Jurgens. Throws downfield. Catch made by Corbin Kofusi for a first down at the 16-yard line. They fake the field goal. They roll out Corbin Kofusi and Jurgens from his holding position. Sets the Cougars up in the red zone. First and 10. Oh, we brought that out of the archives. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake here on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, BYU Football Facebook Live. That was earlier in the season. Corbin Kafusi getting everybody all excited. And at that point, then it was the, the emails and the tweets. Can we please use Corbin Kafusi as a regular tight end? And, uh, and Kalani, you, you've held firm so far. He stayed on the DN for you uh, at this season. But it showed earlier on the fake field goal what kind of potential he had. And by way of segue and introduction. Please welcome everybody, Corbin Kafusi to our program tonight. 
So we'll start with Corb. Um, how much did that play whet your appetite for some offensive football? And then we'll go to Kalani <laughs> to tell us all why it's not going to happen. Um, that was that was interesting. I haven't caught a ball in a long time in a game. Probably. Actually, I don't think I've ever caught a ball in a game until that point. <laughs> so it was a big deal. <laughs> but I, I just remember after the play, I was like, gosh, why did that guy have to tackle me? <laughs> like, I didn't know that he was there at all. I was like, oh, I wish I could have scored, but it was a lot of fun. Kalani's skill is skill, but you're using it for the, uh, on the defensive side of the ball right now. Yeah, he's going to be a, an excellent DN. He already is, and um, I mean, that's why he started the last couple weeks, and we felt comfortable with him in that position. So, I, I mean... He said it himself. He hasn't ever caught a ball in the game, so he's 100%, you know. But um, as soon as he, he – I mean, we feel comfortable with him um, now with the defense, with the scheme and the, and the technique that we're teaching. Um, but um, now that he's in this position, maybe we'll see him there. Who knows? But um, I, I don't know. I just – I like him at the end. I like him learning uh, one position rather than uh, trying to learn a bunch of them. You know, so uh, maybe in the future you'll see it, but uh, I'm sure his dad probably doesn't really want to give him up right now. Yeah, I understand. A couple of block kicks, also part of uh, uh, part of Corbin's uh, resume this season. So, uh, Corbin, where, where does the truth lie? Uh, the football roster lists you at 6'9", 270, and the basketball <laughs> roster lists you at 6'10", 260. So you're either 6'10", 260, or 6'9", 270, or somewhere in between. What's the real truth? I didn't even know that 260 was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, to be completely honest, flat-footed, no shoes, 6'9 and a half, 285 right now. 285! Whoops. He's a a great-looking 285. (laughs) He's going to be a physical presence on the basketball court. I'm excited. Yeah. So, he, so the the rosters. I mean, in basketball, I obviously want him taller, but um, in football, you want to shrink him down a little bit. But he's he's just super tall. That's all I know. His wingspan is ridiculous. I mean, he almost hit his head. Yeah. You know, we Coming have to down. warm him, warn him about the the clearance here. Yeah. Now you did play basketball. Probably. Well, what were you at last year playing weight for for basketball? Um, I started off around 250 ish, around 250, 255, and then kind of just the way the season goes, it just goes down because you're running so much so so either way you're going to be bringing an extra 30 to 35 pounds to the basketball floor here when you join the team in, in late december yeah wow all right kind of. <laughs> it's a lot of muscle so, uh, it is you know yeah. it's not like he's uh, carrying extra heavy weight he's got some extra muscle eh? it's pretty heavy you know? <laughs> so uh corbin tell me t- i bet people want to know your experiences in high school and football and basketball and w- what your situation was here and how this all came about um, in high school, we just did whatever we could to kind of spend the time. We just loved staying busy, and sports was a, a good outlet for us. And it's funny because we tried a lot of different things. I remember my brother and I tried throwing. Um, we tried a lot of other track things. For a second, I wanted to try soccer, you know. <laughs> but it seemed that football and basketball were kind of the things that stuck with us. And then coming to BYU, um, I was really excited to play football. And I was a different position, but my first year when I did spring ball as an offensive tackle, I actually really liked it. And so it was just kind of all new to me. And then after the mission, my body, I feel like I hit puberty for like the fourth time. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just a lot different coming back. And so it just seemed like a good opportunity for me to do basketball after talking with the coaches and whatnot. 
You talked about you know uh, the excitement of, of the basketball season coming eventually, but between now and then you have uh, three more games to play, a couple of regular season games and a bowl game. What do you want to get out of this last uh, you know, couple of months as a football player for this season? Uh, I think there's still a ton, still a ton of work to do, especially even this week and next week. I think with these last two home games, there's you know specific goals that I have that I'm, I want to try and get to. Of course, you want to try and get more sacks and stuff because here at the end of the season, now that you kind of have a a better, I don't know, you can wrap your head around everything more, the the scheming and whatnot, and just the way the game is. It's like okay, I, I need to do more work. So did you feel raw when you came out this year? But you're not like Ziggy, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. or you are. You would you would like to be like Ziggy. Uh, I'm not the from end Africa, result. so. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I think I came out and I was definitely, I didn't know a lot of technique and whatnot. I had watched a, plenty of it growing up and being around my brother all the sure. time. But, yeah, there's a lot of things to learn, still a lot to learn, still applying a lot of the things. Uh, Coach Satake, I I didn't know what to expect necessarily from Corbett this first year. I thought he might be more of a maybe a specialist kind of implemented here and there. He's turned into basically a starting DN for you right now. Did you foresee that role when you got him? Um, to be honest, yeah. I mean, I, I thought he would be a guy for us, and uh, it's it's in his genes, you know. So um, I, I thought that the, for some reason everybody thought the extra height would be a problem, but if you watch him, he's really athletic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he moves. I, I hate to, I, I have to apologize to Bronson, but he moves better than Bronson as far <laughs> as uh, how fluid he is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how fluid he is and, and everything. And um, but but he's going to be he he's just barely scratching the surface on how great he can be um on the football field and he knows it and and i think we can all see it and and hopefully he he, he's able to keep growing and getting better um as a as a football player as a defensive player and and, uh we'll see we'll see the uh the results this weekend and uh, i've watched him he he keeps getting better every day and every rep and um, so I can imagine uh, the future that, that, that he's going to have. That's a great thing to get out of a guy. We'll come back with more from a Corbin Kofusi. Fans come experience 100% pure, authentic Hawaiian food at Big Island Sam's, located at 133 South State Street in Orem. We're coming to you live at the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, presented by the Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and Facebook Live. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. It's time for a touchdown! Once again, here's Greg Rubel. Kasem's under center. Split backs behind him. A step up, a pump, and he goes for the end zone and Kurtz. Three defenders there and Kurtz makes a great catch at the back pylon for the touchdown! Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. That play-by-play highlight out of the 37-7 win, BYU over Southern Utah. And uh, Nick Kurtz did have to make a fine catch and a beautiful throw uh, from Taysom Hill in that uh, back right corner, part of BYU's sixth win of the year to get bowl eligible. Corbin Kafusi is our player guest. Kalani here with Mark Lyons and me, Greg Rubel. And uh, K- Corbin, uh, the bowl eligibility, uh, the coaches didn't want to talk a lot about it until it was kind of a real thing. Uh, how important was it to you and the teammates that you guys get to postseason eligible for a 12th straight year oh that's huge for us i think that's that's one of the goals you have is you want to have a postseason you can't just let the season end at the end of the regular season so i think i know everyone was pretty pumped about it so uh i'm curious to know how bronson's doing and i'm also curious to know what input he has to you or does he just let your coaches do it 
Oh, like your he, dad. He is my coach. He's one of my coaches. No, <laughs> no, he's doing really good right now. He's just working on rehabbing, and he got out of his boot, so he's walking again and lifting. So for a minute, I was I weighed more than him, but now <laughs> that he's lifting again, he's beating me. <laughs> so, but yeah, he plays a huge part in what I do. I love the advice that he gives me because he's he's been in the situation he's played for you know, my dad. And so he knows how it goes, especially the father son thing. And so yeah. he definitely gives great advice. We went out to uh, Landover, Maryland uh, for the yeah. West Virginia game. And uh, there was Bronson in the hotel lobby, uh, hanging out with us for a little bit and, and seeing his brother and, and of course his former teammates. Uh, was it cool for Bronson to go to a place where there was someone like Dennis Pitta uh, already on the team that, that he knew or knew about at least and, 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 and could kind of hang out with? Oh, that's, that's big for him. He's a really big people person and so being able to be around Dennis and some of the other guys and some of the other LDS guys there for him has been really big for him. Uh, was DeAndre was DeAndre still with that team? Yeah. Was he on the practice or on the injured reserve? Or yeah, DeAndre and then Eric Weddle is on the oh, team yeah. now right. too and right, so right. he's talked to him and so he loves it. That's good. Well, it'll be exciting to get him back on the field again next yeah. year. What was the injury again and, and how's the rehab? Like, is he on pace? Yeah, he's on pace right now. He's doing really well. He broke his ankle. The guy, he got rolled onto, and so it's pretty bad. But you know, blessing in disguise. He's working through it. You talked about goals you might have uh, for yourself here in the last uh, in the last few games. Uh, Corbin, to this point, two and a half sacks, uh, pass breakup, a couple of hurries, and those two block kicks I mentioned. What are your goals like uh, for this last uh, bit of the season? Like, are they numerical or, or are they kind of technical or what are they? I think th- there's a little bit of both because that way you have to be able to measure them or else you can never really keep track. But at the same time, there's the immeasurable ones but you don't want to forget about those and so whether it be a certain number of sacks or block kicks and then just physicality in general stuff like that it's all kind of plays into the goals Kalani how would you assess uh, Corbin's I don't know say maybe uh, leadership style or way of being uh, uh, as a D lineman and as a member of the defensive unit a great teammate and obviously I think having a father that's a coach I mean that's what he grew up with um, him being a coach and he grew up with BYU football so uh, he's, he's a perfect fit you know and he's got another brother that's coming home from his mission too and a little bit later that uh, that we'll be excited about adding him but um, uh, Cor- Corbin's a great player and I think that his 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 presence doesn't really show up on the stats I mean if you think about the Mississippi State game um, him causing that quarterback to throw an errant ball you know what I mean he, uh, on the last play he, he just disrupts the game by his presence um, obviously he's big and strong and he's fast and so um, they have to account from him, for him but even his presence as far as getting close to the quarterback and his length to it that, that he, he, he's able to eat up a lot of blocks and free up guys like Butch and Francis and, and our linebackers to make plays like Fred Warner so he's, he's his presence a lot bigger then um, even the stats will show. Both sides of the line have had a lot of injuries, and your guys certainly have uh, experienced that. Uh, tell me how it is when you're working with a different guy, you know, trying to getting that uh, relationship together with that front group that you have. One of the things I love about our front group is that everyone is really close. We have a really close front group of guys, and. You know, we are, we're always devastated when a guy goes down, but at the same time, we know that someone else can, can come in and do a great job, and we have a lot of trust for each other. And so there's not too much of, we don't really skip a beat when someone goes down. It's like, okay, we have trust in another guy that he'll step up and make a play. By the way, Brett Pine, BYU's football media relations director, uh, clarified, when it comes to basketball, 
They measure you with shoes on, generally speaking, so they'll round you up a little bit, and then in football, they'll maybe they'll round you down a little bit because you're a little sunk, or sunk closer into the grass, you know. So you could get some, like, four-inch, you know, shoes to, to measure that day. Not sure that's exactly what they're going for, but uh, that said, that, that creates the 6-9-6-10 discrepancy right there. So you have been behind the bench for these home games, uh, exhibition games, and into the regular season. Uh, you're a football guy, and you are full-time football until this season ends, but how pumped are you to get with these guys and be part of it? looks to be a great team this year on the hardwoods you know i'm really excited for them and i love sitting with them and seeing how they're playing because they're doing a great job right now and i just love like the camaraderie just like how it is in football and so you know like you said i'm just 100 percent focused on football but at the same time it's it's not like i ignore the basketball team it's like they're they're my friends too and so you just see them and you're like oh i'm excited to be with you guys again uh, how much of a break are you going to need after the bowl game in San Diego till you're able to say, <laughs> Coach Rose, uh, put me in. I'm ready to roll here. Uh, I, think, I think he'll make that decision, you know, depending on how bad I'm huffing it up and down the court. He <laughs> <laughs> should be in great shape, well, though. It's a different conditioning for it is sure. A oh, yeah. 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 But, but uh, do you want to give yourself some time, or are you basically going to say, hey, one sport to the next, let's get right after it? You know, I, I don't really like – I like to stay busy. I think, and so if I take too much time off, then it just everything just kind of slows down, and so it'll be nice to just you know jump right into it, and little by little, is, I don't think I'll run a ton the first week. <laughs> I'm not looking to kill myself, but you know keep a good pace. Well, you do know that your head football coach will be in the stands for a lot of these games. I think this uh, season is that fair to say, Kalani? You'll get some basketball games. Oh yeah, I'll be there, and and I'll complain about the refs <laughs> he's great it's crazy <laughs> i don't know if i'll if i'll uh, be in the rock that often because I'm, I'm getting old and it's hard to keep up with them but I, I, I mean i love the basketball team and i love the uh, all the athletics of byu and, and but specifically the basketball team it just the Marriott center brings back a lot of memories for me and mm-hmm. and then they're they're really talented i mean you watched the game last night it was a lot of fun Corbin, last thing for you, then we'll let you go. Uh, first season with uh, Kalani as your, your head coach. You already knew him, uh, but now you know him as your, as your head coach. What's the season been like to work with him and, and learn from him? It's, it's been incredible. I remember before the season, I was really excited, you know, and when I went in and talked with Coach Ataki and everything, and then it just blew all my expectations playing so far this year. I, I knew I'd love it, and I knew it'd be fun, but just a whole different level. And so I'm just trying to soak it all in as long as I can. Sounds great. great. Corbin, great yeah, to have you with us job. here tonight. Congratulations on the year and good luck the rest of the way. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway, where they love the sounds of Cougar wins and the voices of satisfied customers. We're going to hear the voices of BYU fans joining us here at the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium for tonight's Kalani Satake radio show. Intern Phil, Philip Hyatt, has the wireless microphone. We've got questions. Coach has answers. We have live audience members next to Intern Phil. Phil, who do we have first? Awesome. Thanks, Greg. First off, we have Andrew. Okay. How much playing time do you think you will give Tanner? And out of 1 and 10, how do you think Tanner played on Saturday? Oh, wow. Um, Andrew, a tough question. So, no, the... Um, I don't know. That's Ty Detmer's call, how much he'll play and if he does. You know, um, uh, we, we, I think he said it before. We'd like to see him uh, get on the field in significant time. So what, whenever that is, um, you know, and, and Taysom understands that too. But 
we get, we have to try to win the game first and then do what we can with Taysom and and, and then you'll probably I mean I, I can't answer that question Ty has to answer it but you more than likely you'll see Tanner okay. and, and one to ten um, because he started off one for three and sh- had to shake off the rust I'd have to put him at an eight and a half <laughs> I mean, he, he he did run the ball quite a bit too. He and did, yeah, and he got up and pumped up so I can run it yeah, too. Yeah, he would have he would have had more yards if he didn't take that ugly sack way deep. In, oh yeah, that's right. You know, when we were in the red zone, that was so a tough uh, one. you know, a little bit of miscommunication when he went one for three, and then but he 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 reeled off ten in a row, and uh, he's a strong uh, strong competitor, and he's really good at, at being our quarterback. So I'm really excited about the future with him. I was going to have this be a trivia question for our audience. Instead, I'll make it a trivia question for Kalani here on this Q&A. So BYU's third nationally in red zone scoring percentage, 95%, 38 out of 40, so two misses. Against which two teams did BYU fail to score on a drive that got inside the 20? You just mentioned one of them, right? The the one that got yeah. the sack. Well, so we, we missed know. the field goal, right? Uh, off that one, is that what we're talking about? So that's uh, that's Southern Utah, so that's mm-hmm. one. When's the other time this season you missed when you were inside the 20? Only one other time this year against which team? Remember the situation? I don't know, but the whole season seems so long yeah. ago. So I was mean, that was you, that was that you played, you played Corbin's um, fake field goal catch, and I thought that was last year, and <laughs> I wasn't even here. So. <laughs> it was at Michigan State. Fourth, oh really? Fourth and fourth and uh, oh yeah, goal from like the the two or the oh, one. Oh yeah, that's that? right. Yeah. Dang it. I know that one. I was thinking of a missed field goal, possibly, but it was that right there. Yeah, that's where we gave it to Algie on third and short. They didn't get it. Gave us a pretty rough spot, I thought. Backed mm-hmm. it up on the fourth down. We didn't make it there. That was it. Yeah, I blame it all on Ty Detmer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to bum you out there. All right, let's go. <laughs> Who's next? Yeah, Who's what a downer, Greg. <laughs> Give me next? a good stat. <laughs> Who do you have next, Phil? All right, uh, this next question is from Kyle, but he's just a little shy, so he asked me to read it for him. Uh, but he asked, you know, putting together an all-time BYU team, who would you have at quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and fullback? <laughs> well, the fullback's from, easy. From yeah, the past, yeah. with, with anybody, well, the fullback's not going to be me, I promise oh, you that. Yeah. Okay, so what were, was a quarterback? Yeah, any previous BYU players at quarterback? Oh, Ty Detmer at QB. Okay, then Unless what? Steve Young's in the room, then I would have to put him, or Jim McMahon, or Mark Wilson. <laughs> Um, or Robbie, or, or Robbie, yeah. or even you know Sark, or <laughs> Federick, even I mean John Walsh, and so coach, that coach. whole group. Fullback, I'd probably put Lakehi Muli or uh, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, wide receiver and running back. Oh man, wide receiver. I just like the well, so Matt Bellini maybe at running back a little bit, or, or maybe Kelly Smith because he's fast. Robert Parker. I can. Uh, Harvey's I, I can't gonna, pick Harvey's going to get mad at you on this. Well, Har- uh, Harvey Unga, but I mean that's easy. He's on the staff. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to give credit to the to the past. I mean, um, yeah, Jamal at running back. I mean, at receiver. I could name them all. Kozlowski and. Drage and jeez, uh, you know, make me Collie forget and people. Yeah, Collie and and Todd Cody. Watkins and uh, so we just need like sixty Cody guys. Hoffman. We got about sixty yeah. guys. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Take your we pick. could we could put together a great legends team. Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll be our off-season project here when Kalani's got yeah. some time. I can right. go with the old line, D line too. I can name them all. The old line would be all the the, the, the Olds brothers, right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. I've lost interest with the whole audience now. <laughs> <laughs> They're hanging on every word, I promise. Phil, next right, up. We got one more question before break, and okay. this one is from Chelsea Fisher. Um, in regards to Thanksgiving dessert, are you a fruit pie man or a cream pie man? I go back to, to more for more food. I can't <laughs> waste it. I can't waste it on dessert. So, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, 
I, I but I seem to fit it in there. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I count the cranberry sauce as dessert. <laughs> Good question, fruit, Chelsea. I'm hungry be... now. Yeah, I got my funyuns over here that are going to be coming to me. For some reason, um, uh, I have a lot of fans that give me food, so they're not helping me um, get rid of my double chin that I've been trying to work on. <laughs> they love you. That's why they do it yeah, for you. I, oh, I accept it. Trust me. I, I love the love the, the the snacks that you guys get for me. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Some more questions for the coach as we continue with some Q&A. It is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. On the new game, Cougar, IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Football Facebook Live. All right, son of Kalen Hall, K.J. Hall with a touchdown. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake here on the new game, Cougar, IMG Sports Network. K.J. Hall, running back. Jaron Hall, quarterback. He was, yeah. he was, right? Will he still yep. be that for you, think, forever? Yes, he he'll, he'll be a quarterback when he gets home from his mission. And um, uh, he, he's got a lot of ability, so we're excited for him. But uh, KJ, I was really excited about uh, him getting in the game and just had a great presence. And he was ready. He's been ready all year long. And, and uh, for him to take advantage of those reps and, and uh, shine like he did was huge for us and, and uh, for him and his progress as a running back. And I know his dad was really happy. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right, let's get the last couple of questions in for Coach Satake here in our Q&A portion. Intern Phil has the wireless mic. Who do you have there, Phil? All right, next up we have Jordan Hall. Okay, Coach. So um, Bronco Mendern Hall offered Mo Longi um, a scholarship on the 2015 um, year. He's coming back next year, and so I was just wondering, what um, have you heard from him, and where would you see him um, playing offense or defense? Yeah, we've kept in touch with, with uh, most. I mean, with all our, our missionaries currently serving, and um, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what he does first. You know, I, I just know he's a mountain, so um, he can he can do some things for us, and and uh, I think. Uh, I'm always gonna it, for a guy that doesn't know much about football. It's always easier to put him at D line and tell him to chase the person with the with the brown ball, right? So that um, O line is just a it's a hard job to pick up, and so I think we'll probably start with D line first, and then uh, kind of go from there. And, and uh, but you know maybe we'll try something something brand new and put him as a lead blocker at fullback. Who knows? Um, <laughs> There's the, the sky's the limit when you have a beast on on the field. So, yeah, he's good, he's going to take up a lot of space, and and I think he could do a great job at line scrimmage. All right, thanks for the question, Phil. Next up, we have Alexander Baxter. Thank you. What is the craziest thing you've seen a BYU fan do? Crazy? Oh man, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say crazy. I, I've seen BYU fans, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus because. <laughs> I know them, but mostly on my family. So. <laughs> no, I just I love all the fans. It doesn't really matter what they say. I I, I love the fact that I, I even the disgruntled ones. I think they have a right to say what they say because they're fans, and I, I definitely listen to what people have to say because I, I feel like that's their way of, of of showing their support, you know. And um, even if it, it's not in, in in favor of what I'm doing or what we're doing as a coaching staff or as a program, I think their voice is really important, and I I, I urge them to, vo- to to say it out loud. I mean, I've had walking off the field, I had a fan tell me uh, to put Tanner in, and um, in, in early in the season, and I gave him the thumbs up, and I don't know if he thought that maybe that convinced me, but uh, I just gave him the thumbs up, like you got it, buddy, you know, and, and I, I hope that they can. Uh, Respect the fact that I'm, I, I, I hear them, and even even if it's not positive or if they don't agree with me, but I, I love the fans, and 
just say what you want you know you can even make fun of me and all that stuff I, I like to interact with people and but if you make fun of me you can expect it right back just just letting you know <laughs> you know so yeah I, don't, I can't say anything crazy I just that'd be hard to limit to limit to one I just I love the support all right we've run out of time for our last question sorry, oh, sorry. Phil. ask right. it I'll do it quick we'll do it in the break how okay. about that all right <laughs> we'll come back and get closing comments from the coach here on the new skin cougar IMG sports network we were talking food during the break welcome back to our final segment of BYU football with Kalani Sitake we literally have like 30 seconds left in the show so we always give it to Kalani to give us a few things to watch for in BYU's next game it's BYU and UMass Saturday at noon Kalani take it away Play smart game, um, own the line of scrimmage, make great decisions. Uh, I think we'll be fine. Um, it's hard for me to focus right now because everyone's been talking about food. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go eat, and hopefully we get hungry enough to get that seventh win. Sounds well, how great. About that? That's All right. good. 10 a.m. radio pregame, noon kick right here for BYU and UMass. Great audience, folks. Thanks for being here for BYU Football with Kalani Sitake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. We'll talk to you next week. you for listening to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Tonight's show has also been brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Tune in each week for the latest on BYU Football with Coach Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.